over the coming weeks, we're uh, starting a new series starting today. Um, something that God has taught me in 2020. And we're going to hear from various people within the life of our church. And my prayer is that it wouldn't stop there, that we would listen to these people, that we'd get to know a little bit of their stories and maybe be challenged by it or encouraged by them. But that it would go further than that, that we would get into the habit of telling uh, what God has taught us, little bits of our story to those that we meet up with, that we call, that we're on Zoom with, to our small groups, um, to whoever it might be, that we get into the habit of sharing our stories. Rachel Held Evans writes, The good news is as epic as it gets, with universal theological implications. And yet the Bible tells it from the perspective of fishermen and farmers, pregnant ladies and squirmy kids. This story about the nature of God and God's relationship to humanity smells like mud and manger hay and tastes like salt and wine. It is concerned not simply with questions of eternity, but with paying taxes and filling bellies and addressing a woman's chronic menstrual complications. It is the biggest story and the smallest story all at once. The great quest for the one ring and the quiet friendship of Frodo and Sam. Over the coming weeks, we're going to hear stories from various people of God at work amongst his people. I reflected on this question of what did God teach me in 2020? And there were all kinds of things, different things that I appreciate, different occupations that I appreciate more and that I've learned to appreciate and that I've learned to actually actively give thanks for. They're all things that God has taught me in 2020. But at the risk of sounding like a broken record, the number one thing that God has taught me is about rest, this holistic idea of rest that he gives to us as a gift. And um, I intend to continue to learn this throughout 2021. I intend to continue to put things into practice to help me to accept this gift more fully and to live into the blessings that it brings um, to myself and to those around me and to people around the world. But as a slight um, aside, but linked to this, something that God's taught me over the past few months of 2020 is that as with everything else, just as much grace is needed when we come um, to face with this idea of rest. Because although for me it might be difficult to stop and there are all kinds of things that make it difficult to stop and rest, each person is facing their own battles when it comes to this. For some people they have relationship difficulties that they have to face up to when they stop and that is difficult. For some people there are anxieties that when they stop and rest come to the forefront of their mind and that is a, a, a difficult thing to deal with. For some people, they have years and years of falling into an addiction of to, to work and to producing things and to being in control, which is really difficult to let go of. And for some of us, we haven't quite worked out what our work is. And so to work out how to rest is impossible before we've worked that out because they go hand in hand. And there are all kinds of difficult things that we have to work through. And for each person, it's difficult. 
And so I've learned that for everyone, there's a different battle going on. And we've learned that in so many areas of life in 2020. But I remain resolute in what God's taught me and the importance of that commandment, that he didn't make a mistake when he gave that longest commandment, that he actually intended to give it to us as a gift. And by thinking that we are above it, we are actually doing that to the detriment of ourselves, to the people closest to us, but to people around the world as well. And so I'd like to encourage you, whatever your particular battle is with coming um, to accept this gift of rest, of this idea of resting for a seventh of our days, whatever it is, I would like to encourage you not to dismiss it. I'm not saying it's an easy journey, but it is a gift that God has given us. And if we refuse it, we're actually causing harm to God and our relationship with him, but also to our relationship with others. And I think it's such an important thing. And I'm so grateful for what God's taught me in the value of that. And I really hope that in 2021, we can come to practice that better because I'm in no way perfect uh, when it comes to practicing the Sabbath. That's something I learned in 2020. But Rachel Held Evans continues um, from the quote that I read to you at the beginning. She says, Jesus invites us into a story that is bigger than ourselves, bigger than our culture, bigger even than our imaginations. And yet we get to tell that story with the scandalous particularity of our particular moment and place in time. We are storytelling creatures because we are fashioned in the image of a storytelling God. May we never neglect the gift of that. May we never lose our love for telling the tale. Over the coming weeks, let's listen to various people's stories on here. But my prayer is that wider than on here, in the individual conversations that we have with a friend walking in the park, with the chats with our small groups over Zoom, in the phone calls with people that we haven't been able to see, that we would be a people that tell our stories, a storytelling people that tell of what God is teaching us and how God is uh, joining us in life and how we are joining him and our testimony of what's happening in that. 